following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hit, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. Big serious fuck you to 2020 because it really is at this point just such a cluster F. If it's not for this team having positive tests, big middle finger to the Tennessee Titans for whatever the hell that they were doing that had a rampant spread of COVID throughout their entire team. Then it turns out to be Cam Newton. And then Gilmore. Although you would think that Gilmore would have popped the same time as Newton if they were together, but they didn't. And now they just keep moving games around. You know, like checkers on a checkerboard. And I don't know. Sometimes it might work. Sometimes it might not. It makes it really tough to get into this season, no? I mean, feel free to chime in. I mean, talking... Yes, I'm I'm talking to you. (laughs) Unprecedented times when, you know, nobody knows. Look, the reality is that the incubation period is obviously longer than previously anticipated. So, for instance, you know, some people myself included, uh, were contracted the, the virus and didn't show positive for like seven days, six uh, days. Yeah, I know. Uh, uh, it, there's just no rhyme or reason to it. There really isn't. Right. It's, it's crazy. And it's frustrating as all hell because when the league first started, there seemed to be a lot of consistency to it in a non-bubble environment, which was a huge bonus. And the, they need it. They need a bubble. I, you can't do it. I, I, you just you simply can't do a bubble for the NFL. Although they're talking about what was the pro football talk story that came through? I guess Sunday they were talking about putting teams in hotels and doing a twelve game season after a pause to organize everything. I mean, I guess, but it's well, not they, like they, the NBA they, season. They can do a bubble. They can do a bubble. They just, obviously not now, but they can definitely set up a bubble. Not really. I don't think it would be one. I think it would be like, there would probably be maybe like an AFC bubble and an NFC bubble. And you would only play the teams in the AFC and they would have to find somewhere like Arizona or wherever. Uh, What's the place out there that has a million fields? I think it's Arizona. Like they would, they would have to do it that way. Where and they might even have. What fields are you talking about, though? In Arizona, like there's a whole complex of fields. When they were talking about this months ago, they could do Florida for the NFC and no, they're never going to Arizona for the AFC. No, they're not going to do that. They're not going to do that. There's no way that that happens. The only thing I could see is what was floated on PFT, which was putting players into hotels 
permanently, well, not permanently, but for the time being, so that they only interact with each other. However, unlike the NBA that did the bubble, and unlike the NHL, you're talking about, what, three months? How can you expect anybody to operate three months on an island? I guess they can bring their families in, right? But look, some of these people have kids. July, August, September, October. Look, at the the NBA's been there forever. Have they been there that long? End of July. I don't remember when it started. The third week of July. So you put the NFL on pause for a couple of weeks here, and then you're looking at October, November, December... January? I guess four months? Through the holidays? Through Thanksgiving? Through Christmas? It doesn't work. They can't do it at a hotel. It doesn't work like that. You can't just put people in a hotel. But I'm just using the PFT story as a foil to talk about this shit scenario that we're all in as football fans that this league is battling scheduling problems to the umpteenth degree here. I, I, you know, now they're talking, what was the, what just happened right now with the pushing the, the Patriot game off the news just broke. Do you remember it offhand? As I try to pull it up, I got to Monday Titans bills game scheduled for Sunday is being moved to Tuesday at 6 PM so long as there's no more positive tests with Tennessee. Because Tennessee can't stop people from popping positive. It's like, you know, unbelievable at this point. Um, and then Bill's Chiefs game being switched from next Thursday to Sunday, but goes back if more positive tests in Tennessee per source. How can anybody follow it? And how about fantasy? Ugh. It's really screwed fantasy over. It's it's just tough. I mean, we we know that the best way to do it if there's like one canceled game is you know you you just email you know email the the commissioner a player you want to replace if a game gets canceled. But you know what happens if they have to cancel two games or they're moving two games around or, or one game around and so many players are getting injured like as if it was the preseason. Well, I can't say that. It's that, That's not necessarily true because players are getting injured. That is very true. Players don't even play in the preseason half the time. Well, that was so, the first issue was the injuries that happened. Right. It wasn't, it, it's, it's because there wasn't a real training camp. Of that, course. That's the, pro- that's the problem. Not the preseason. The they, first- could go in, they could go an entire uh, month without a preseason, but with the training camp injuries are where well, everyone's getting them now. I mean, if you think about it, the first four weeks of a regular NFL season basically functions as the real preseason anyway. Correct, right. And preseason is just basically practice, and you're trying to figure out who's going to stay on the roster. It it gives guys a great, it gives teams a great opportunity to look at players that you would never have looked at before. Right, preseason's garbage. So now we're in the four weeks of preseason. Now we're entering the actual season, but in the meantime... Because obviously there's a lot of strenuous activity put on these athletes who I guess have not been prepared. You know, it's just an experimentation in professional athleticism right now. It's specifically with the sport of football. And it's shown that you need everything as it's lined out in order to get these professional bodies ready for the regular season. 
because now you can almost connect the dots from non-soft tissue injuries, such as ACLs, MCLs, because everything's getting hurt. And usually you would say an ACL is just a freak thing, but there's no way. There's no way at this point you can't relate to two. Yeah, it's very true. It, I mean, it is. So anyway, that, that that's where we're at with the league right now. Uh, nobody knows what's coming or going, but uh, we continue to bet on and push on and make the best of a real crappy situation in the midst of, what, VP debates and now there won't be another uh, presidential debate. Thank God. But screw all that. Let's get back to football betting. Let's review last week and see how everything broke down. First down. All right, so for the week, it didn't turn out too well for either of us. Worse for me, again, I have my second bad week in a row. I went 6-9. and nine. You went 7-8. and eight. Uh, Sharps were a game over 500, which I think was the first week that they actually were over 500. General public and the money continue to hit at a big clip at nine and six and eight and six, respectively. Uh, other than that, wait, did you real quick? Did you include you you I the Pats game? Did you include what I just gave you last week? I did the Pats game the way that we called it on air. Okay, all right, all right. Because to go back retroactively, yeah, okay, so I, you wanted to make change to it, but you can't really, so I, it just is what it is. I mean, you can't, yeah. right? I didn't I, I didn't change any of the other... Uh, the, well, you can change your bets. You just, you're saying you don't want to change the picks. I get it. Yeah, sure, You know, because I didn't change the sharps, the tickets, or the money either, so everybody stayed the same. And again, you know, this is obviously for us to try to track our performance versus... The, you know, three of the big other uh, players in this and, you know, see how we do. Uh, so anyway, the other things from last week, teasers are still the way to go. You know, any of the totals worked out, whether it was an over or an under and plus the dogs, dogs came through last week oh. as four of the six wins for the six underdog victories were actually money line wins. So that was where money was to be made last week. Unless you were us and you picked the wrong ones. And home dogs still suck. It doesn't matter if it's a home dog. It really doesn't matter. They were one in four last week. So that is that 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 is not something to even consider when you're looking at these games and trying to find some kind of trend. So and that brings us to four weeks of season activity. Year to date results. I am three games under 500 at 29 and 32. You are three oh. games over 500 at 32 and 29. Sharps are 24 and 28. They're still under 500. Tickets and money are still well ahead. Uh, general public is 39 and 23, and the money is 36 and 24. Other than that, when Sharps are on an island, they suck. They're 12 and 25. Uh, teaser overs is the big winner out of the overs. Teased overs are 51 and 12. Teasers all together are 93 and 30. That's teasers not including the over and unders. Teaser totals 93 and 33. So it's all about teasers right now. And if you were to factor in the teaser overs and the teaser unders, they're 84 and 42. It's like pretty crazy. Super contrast picks, which we started the first time last week. I was two and three. You were three and two. We both got done in by the Cardinals who lost that one. I, I'm really shocked there. 
and then uh, the Rams didn't pull for, through for you, and then I lost the Bears and the Jets. Ugly, ugly, ugly. And then we'll get to the bets later. But that is the totals right now and any kind of trends that we see. So let's get into the week. Second down. What do you think? Where do you want to start this week? There are no good games. So we can yeah. just well, go down the start, list. Start, yeah, start tonight. Okay. So we will start with tonight's game which is the Thursday night action between the Chicago Bears and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, an NFC battle. Uh, this is going to be a square game because right now the general public is all over the Bucks, while the money and the Sharps are on the Bears. And I kind of lean that way too, no? Right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, 100%. the Bears played like shit last week. And had they played a little bit better, they probably would have won that game. Ah, I don't know. I don't know about that. No? You really thought they, you thought they were going to... I, I Nick Foles, at quarterback, and what else did they show? I, I, I don't know. Like, well, they, they were Indy's going... Indy's defense is incredible. Indy's defense is okay. Uh, oh. I, I just... I don't believe in Phillip Rivers and the Indy offense at all. And I thought the Bears... I, I just Foles played such a terrible game. I almost want to take the game and just throw it out altogether when looking at this game. And the Bucs, they should have lost that game. Anthony Lynn sucks as a coach. They stink! Well, he they don't, but Anthony Lynn stinks. You know, Anthony Lynn, they look at him and... That guy is a disgrace to the uniform. Because he is just awful in every regard, and it's a surprise he's still a coach. He should have been canned in the offseason. Anyway, let's fast forward. The Bucs should have lost. The Bears probably should have won. I'm taking the Bears in this one. Oh, wow. No, I, th- I thought you were really going to go the other way with that. I'm, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucs. I, while I don't agree with uh, the way that uh, Tempe runs their, their whole scheme on a weekly basis, uh, I, I think... You know, I, how long it's going to keep up for? I don't know how long you know Mike Evans can can hold. And it's they said just, he's going to play tonight. I know he's just falling apart every week. He just gets in worse and worse shape. I don't know how they're going to survive without Godwin and and now without Howard. Like Gronk is going to have to pick it up. At the same time, and he was banged up this week. I know. Everybody's banged up on that team, but their defense. If you, I, I get to. Unfortunately, I guess fortunately, unfortunately, I hate Tom Brady, but uh, fortunately, if you're a Tampa Bay fan, unfortunately for me, they're on TV down here every single week. So I, I get to watch yeah, Florida. Them. So makes right. sense. So their defense is incredible. I love that kid, Devin White. Devin White's great. Devin White's great. Levante David just plays out of his mind. Shaquille Barrett's very, very good. Uh, Jason Pierre-Paul is actually pretty good. I yeah, he he's, he stayed it. up. I, he's okay. I wanted Pierre-Paul off the Giants as much as I could because that contract was terrible, but he has played well for what they got him for. Right. They got the rookie Winfield, who's very good. They have uh, Justin Whitehead, who's playing, or Jordan Whitehead, one or the other. Yep. Uh, safety. He's playing. I just picked on, him up on, in IDP. Right, 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 right. Yeah. They have that that bunting guy who plays uh, like slot corner. They're very good. Defense they're, they're is good. Incredible. Gotcha. Defense is very good. And Tom Brady, as old as he is, he can at least orchestrate 
a comeback victory like he did last week with nothing. Like the tap, the dudes he were throwing, he was throwing to was like Scotty Miller, you know, like just nobody's before he got there. So I, I just I don't see Chicago winning this game. I just don't think they have enough talent. Nick Foles is not that good. He's not good enough to to manage what Tampa is going to throw at them defensively. I don't think Tampa is that good, but they don't have it. I'm going with the Bucs. All right, you're going with the Bucs. I'm going with the Bears on that one. I think Nick Foles threw up a stinker last week and put something together, and I, I think that will be enough for them. Well, it's three and a half, you know. Keep it. They might outright win this game. That's my gut feeling. But so you're on the box. I'm on the Bears. So the next game, this one, I don't even know. This game was off the board for a while and is now back on. Ravens hosting the Bengals. Ravens, when I just looked, were favored by 12. Uh, the Sharps are on the Ravens, and I couldn't get any other stats on this game, obviously, because it was off the board. Ravens at this point, look. I don't know, 12 points I thought was a lot for this game. What would you think on that? Only yeah, because the I, Bengals I, have been throwing up a ton of points. Well, that's what I said to you. There's no way it's going to stay at that. I'll take that I'll take that action now. Because in two days, when it, when it comes through that Lamar Jackson actually has something wrong with him, um, I, I just don't think their defense is good enough to, to stop another 55 Back 55 throws from Joe Burrow in a back end cover. You know, they, they might be up by 14, but I can definitely foresee Baltimore shutting it down and Cincinnati throwing a couple touchdowns at the end of the game to, you know, to cover the 12 points. I just think it's too much. I think it's a lot of points. And I was going to go with the Bengals, but here's what I'm thinking uh, the Ravens never played down to their opponent. They, they, really, they really smash bad opponents because they're coached very well. And the organization is run that way. I, you know, they, they threw up a stinker versus the Chiefs, but I, that was more of an, you know, a one-time event, if you ask me. The Bengals, meanwhile, they've been playing out of their mind. And Burrow has been playing fantastic. I love Burrow. He's a rookie. Now is he a rookie on the road versus the Ravens? I just don't see it. I know he's 4-0 against the spread, but I think this is the come-to-earth moment for Joe Burrow. And... I would. I'm going. I'm leaning on the Ravens on this one because I think they shut down the rookie. However, again, this all hinges on Lamar Jackson, and you don't have any good information right now. I would stay so, away from the game altogether. But if I was forced to do it, I'm, I would go with the Ravens. They have to be. So they covered Week One, thirty-eight to six. They definitely covered Week Two, thirty-three sixteen. They definitely covered last week early. I don't know what the spread wound up being like 14. It was almost like a tie. But if you got it early enough, you got the cover against Washington. They did not cover, obviously. Were, were they underdogs? Harbaugh owns bad teams. That's the point. Yeah, he does. He's he's 3-1 and one versus bad teams this, this year. 3-1 so. uh, and one against the spread against bad teams this year. So... Or two and one, uh, three and zero against bad teams. I'm sorry. So yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I understand. Uh, it's a valid point. I just, I, I don't know. I, I, I look, I watch this kid Burrow, and I, I get more and more intrigued as the year goes on. Like that team actually has potential to do something. They could be good. Like they could be, they could be something in like a year. The, they get rid of that AJ Green guy who's old and done. 
And they have like four other dudes yeah, they still throw the ball to. He's pretty much finished. But it sucks. They're paying him eighteen million nah, for whatever. one year. I, I mean, in the end, that's going to be one of the worst endings to a Hall of Fame career. Is that of AJ Green because it really uh, just he, fell apart. But anyway, so your pick is Bengals. Bengals. So you're going Bengals. Opposite side. I, I, I hate saying Bengals, but yeah, I'm going Bengals. All right. So Falcons versus the Panthers. Falcons hosting this one down in Atlanta. Right now, Sharps have not picked a side. The general public and the money is on the Panthers. This is a snap Panther pick for me. Rules got Panthers playing really well, and I don't see anything from the Falcons. They're banged up. They lose. They got terrible defense. The coach, I'm surprised he's still there. He's waiting to go. And when these things start falling apart, if the Falcons haven't pulled it together already, they're not going to do it now. This is Falcons favored by win. This is by one. Sorry. This is basically a pick em. I'm going with Carolina. They've had the better it, year. They have the better coach, yeah. if you ask me. Really? You think that rule guy is that good? I liked him coming out of college. I wanted him on the Giants. That obviously had a little twist because Carolina came in and Tepper gave him all that money. So I, I like him. And Dan Quinn, how many more chances do you want? They have to win. This is this is. I feel like he will lose his job if they lose this game. He should have lost uh, his I mean, job already. I mean, they they closed the year at, at six and two last year, and they crushed it. Or seven and one, whatever the heck it was. They 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 well outperformed their their talent last year at the end of the year. I, um, this season could have easily been different. I agree with you in that regard. Dude, How- they could they could very they should be what they're zero and four now. So are they zero and four? I think they are zero and four, right? They don't they don't have a win yet. They lost to the Seahawks. They lost to the Cowboys. They lost last week to the Packers. And then what is the fourth game that we're missing? Uh, zero and three. Yeah, uh, the Bears. Bears. Okay. Bears. Yeah, they lost to them. So they should be two and two. Realistically, they should be. They should. Nobody's supposed to. Not no professional sports team is supposed to give up 20-point leads in two consecutive weeks. So, I don't agree that they're that bad. I okay. do think they have the talent. Their defense is awful. But, long story short, I'm going with the Falcons. You're going with the Falcons on that one. All right, so let's head out to Tennessee. I don't know what to do with this game. I couldn't even find a line. Do you want to talk about it? Titans hosting the Bills? I can't find a line. Neither can um, I. So, let's just pick a winner. It, I, I, you if know. it goes, yeah. If it goes off, we know the Bills will be favored, right? They definitely, no doubt about it. They're what four zero? Like I don't think they've lost yet. Yeah. So they'll probably be what somewhere between three and six. You I would, would say? I mean, you would think so. The Titans haven't played. Titans are home, but they haven't played in you know a week. AJ Brown's back. I, I mean. I just there's so much, so many questions about this Titans team here, and the Bills have been playing. I, I I can't say that Josh Allen's good, but he's been playing well. I'm taking they, the Bills. They, let let yeah, let's make this spread five. Five. I would. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. 
Five five seems almost too easy. I don't know. I I, I don't know how to uh, you know. Vegas <laughs> is going to make it hard. Like seven and a half. Like what do you do? Oh if it's man, seven that's and a half? lot of points. I know, seven and a half. I take the Titans. Really though, like what what do they have? Yeah, I think so. Have? Seven and a half. You need more than a touchdown. I mean, Titans could run the ball, milk the clock, and it's not like uh, what's his face is terrible at QB. So from Vegas's point of view, it's always like what what like it's almost like they they uh, interview a hundred people. If it was six and a half, what would you be? You know, what side would you go to? You know, it's like they they just try to always get it where you're like ah seven and a half. I would definitely. You're right. I take I take the Titans. Six and a half, I'd probably take the Bills. All right, anyway, we made it five, so you're going to snap Bills. Snap, snap yeah, call Bills, right? For sure, yeah, the Bills. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Now you can talk about your Raiders because they'll be traveling to Kansas City hosting oh, okay. the Chiefs, or not hosting the Chiefs, facing the Chiefs. This is a trifecta game. Everybody is on your Raiders right here. The Sharps, the tickets, the money, and the money oh, is in oh, on the Raiders big. Oh, I don't know how much of that... Uh, there is, but 91% of the money is in on the Raiders right now. Spreads 11, over under 55. Opened at 13. I know. Everybody's been pounding the Raiders. They're they're ridiculous. Pounding the Raiders. They're, they're ridiculous. We, uh, I'm going to give my weekly plea to anybody who's listening Maybe, who knows, maybe the owner will listen to our podcast and be like, you know what, that kid's right. We need to end the, we need to end the David I Carr it. era. It's horrible. It's so horrible. I'm so tired. I'm tired of people being like, Carr had a great game. Carr did awesome. The unbelievable numbers he put up. That's what Sport Center said. Despite an unbelievable game by Derek Carr, the team lost. What are you talking about? David Carr. David Carr. You are a stupid asshole. That's exactly what he is. He's such a waste. Whatever. That's exactly what he is. And Gruden has to keep biting his tongue because you know he wants to get rid of him. Yeah. Of course he does. They, they just won't let him for some reason. I, I don't know why. They don't want to eat the, the salary that they... I think He's, this is... Well, they're saddled with that contract, at least for now. Next, year, ne- next year's the last year. Last year, I think I think they'll be willing to cut him after. This oh, as soon as this it. year's done, game over, man. It's yeah, game over. he's they'll, out. They'll eat. They'll eat the twenty million from next. It might not even be guaranteed. So, um, I'm gonna go Chiefs. I I just they're they're really good. They've beaten the best teams in the league, like the Ravens. They beat the Ravens. The Pats. They beat the Pats. I I didn't think that was even gonna be close. And the Patriots look so good compared to what they look like. On paper, they've lost so many people, and yet they're still good. Yeah, this was a snap pick for me of the Chiefs. I, and the Raiders, they run the ball well. They, they have a solid line. You need more than that to keep up with the Chiefs. The Chiefs' defense doesn't defend the run well, so maybe it becomes a time issue. Obviously, that factored in a little bit early in the Patriot game last week. However, at the end, the Chiefs pushed it over the spread, and... I think that the Patriots do some of those things better than the Raiders. Uh, and so if the 
Pats couldn't keep them to under 11. I don't see the Raiders doing it. I picked the Chiefs. Steelers hosting the Eagles. Eagles coming off that big victory last week on the left coast. Uh, Steelers favored by seven. They have the tickets and the money well behind them at 76% of the general public and 79% of the money. But the Sharps are favoring the Eagles, as am I. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what to do with the Steelers here. I haven't been overly impressed with their performance on the field, specifically their offense, specifically Big Ben. And I... I don't know. The Eagles have looked terrible. They're all banged up on the line. I'm just thinking seven points is a little too much for a team that just showed that they could do something against last year's Super Bowl representative from the NFC. I I just don't... Dude, the 49ers are not as good as they were last year. And, and I'll give Philly credit for going there. And Mullen and he, stunk up the joint. Yeah, because the other kid was actually really good. Um, Bethard? Yes, Bethard. Uh, I do not believe that game was a Philly win. I think that was more of a San Francisco loss. And the Steelers are legit. But you're, but we're talking points. I get it. See, that's the difference between yeah, completely. A, a, real, a real NFL conversation versus you know a, a gambling conversation. Like real NFL conversation, this game doesn't even they don't even match up on paper but from a gambling point of view I don't know here's the argument I, how does how do the Steelers cover seven cover seven points versus the Eagles because it's not like the Steelers it's not like the Steelers score a ton of points no they haven't been so let's say the Steelers get up they're probably gonna run the ball and try to milk the clock and play defense right yes so it's not like they're going to be trying to get you know eight points two scores. Philly's defense is really bad. Yeah, but even though their defense is bad, if the Steelers get up, they're just going to milk the clock. And then you're look you're talking about backdoor covers as the Eagles start to as the Eagles try to get back in the game. A, a lot depends on Wentz. I just think that they're going to I, look. If this team is worth anything, and they were, you know, they have something left of the Super Bowl from several years ago. I think that they can stay within seven points in this game. So I'm going with the Eagles. I, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I, I really think that uh, Big Ben was going to have a monster game. Philly's, Philly's run defense isn't that bad. I, sh- I take it back. Their defense is, is, isn't the best, but at least their, their uh, run defense has always been decent. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with the Steelers. I, I, I want to change my mind I, now that I'm thinking about it, but... I'm not. I'm, I'm going to go. You know what? I'm, I'm going to even them out. I'm going to put them in a money line parlay where I even them out. All I got to do is win the game. Well, our records are going to separate a little farther than what they are this this week because we are on opposite sides of several games here. But let's see where we land on the next one. The Washington football team hosting the Rams. The Rams favored by seven. General public all over the Rams. Sharps on Washington right now. Money split. 45 over under in this one. Not a lot of scoring expected. So surprising too, because this is one of the ones I would, I would tease down and then I would go up. I would tease that over under down and I would go up. 
bringing it to 39. That's so low. Washington sucks. <laughs> They're bad. But yeah, 39 but is not a lot of points. But they change quarterbacks. That kid is just going to throw the ball. Yeah, well, well, 39 is not a lot of points. And if you look at over and unders, the over-unders, 38 overs have hit versus the 25 unders. So, you know, they got 13 games up on overs. So now you're talking about taking a low score and making it even lower. 39 is not they, a lot of points to get in. Well, it's it, no, it's above that now. I, I have it at 46.5. Oh, whatever. All right, so you're looking at 40 and a half. I'm, you know, I'm saying 39 when you factor in the T's. So whatever, 40 and a half. Kyle Allen was through the ball more than almost any other quarterback last year. I think maybe only Matt Ryan threw more passes than he did. Um, if I remember the statistic correctly, he's going to throw the ball. Ron Rivera is not just going to run the ball. I, I like the 39. I like the 45. I, I like that part. But what about the seven points in favor of the Rams? I'm going to go with the Rams. Washington is terrible. I went with the Rams, too. The Rams played the Giants, and the only reason that they're not more than seven is they played like such shit against yes. the Giants. Yes. And yes. Because Goff just looked off. All he looked long. off so bad. They, they should have blown the Giants' doors off. They He went from looking like a Super Bowl champ the week before to playing the worst team in the NFL and actually allowing them to almost come back and win the game. I know. When the Giants got the ball and Daniel Jones had it going in for the win. I didn't expect that at all. Not at all. And I I did expect, though, when Daniel Jones threw the pick to end the game. Saw that one coming from a mile away. Yeah, that sounds about right. So we're both on the Rams on that one. So speaking of New York, let's head out to MetLife Stadium. Jets hosting the Cardinals. Cardinals, a road favorite here by seven points. General public all over the Cardinals in this one. Slight, very slight lean in terms of money to the Cardinals. And the Sharps are once again going with the underdog. They're going with the Jets. Snap pick Cardinals here. The Cardinals have burnt me two weeks in a row. Uh, I still haven't got to watch last week's Cardinal game. But I did watch the Jet game, and the Jets suck. And that team hates their coach. The coach is terrible anyway. The defense looks like it's all over the goddamn place. Now you got to flip a quarterback because you got uh, Flacco coming back in here. It's a lot to expect the Jets to stay competitive in this game. And I just think the Cardinals have more than what the past two games have shown. I could be wrong there. But if this was in Arizona... They'd probably be favored by pushing 10. Yeah. So, so they're giving three points for the home dog, for the home field? Yeah. I I didn't watch last week's game either. I, I meant to do that. But I what I have seen from Arizona, and being a Kyler Murray fan, because I think that kid's going to be in the league for a long time. I think he, he has the potential to be great. He... I relate him to Lamar Jackson from last year. The difference is, is that Lamar Jackson, instead of passing the ball, would run the ball for 30 yards at a clip. Kyler Murray is not passing the ball, and instead he's running it for eight yards. Right. You know, he's not, he's not breaking away like Jackson did last year. 
he's only running the ball for eight yards. Or nine. I think he leads the quarterbacks. I mean, dude, he's, he's got to be up there in the top ten of, of rushers for the year. Yeah, uh, I don't have it pulled up, but I'm sure. Including the running backs. So uh, he's great, and he's awesome. But they, where's this air raid? This is my point. This is the point I want to get to. Where's the air raid with all of Cliff Kingsbury's books that he brought in and what was promised and all the players he has around him? Why isn't that dude thrown for 400, 500 yards a game? I I don't know. I T- Take a guess as to how many yards he had last The week. variance between weeks one and two and three and four for the Cardinals is just so screwy. But I think it is reflective of everything else in the NFL right now where this just has not been a seamless or normal season. And I think it's impacted teams in so many aspects that they'll never admit it until after the fact. But I think next year when people look back at this year, you're just going to hear a shit ton of players turn around and say, you know what, we shouldn't have played. And I that think was the article, that was the article I just read about somebody said it. One of the, the who, Darius Slay said that I didn't think okay. we, were, we should have played. I, they shouldn't. I don't think they should. Right? Because it, I mean, look, people are getting injured left and right. The gameplay isn't that great. It's impossible to follow these games. Fantasy's, you know, shot. Betting is. I mean, betting is betting, so it doesn't matter. But. Just from everything else related to the NFL, it's just tough to take. But anyway, going back to the Cardinals, I think that the past two weeks is, you know, the outlier rather than the norm. And so I'm taking them in the seven points, thinking that they destroyed Joe Flacco. Who? What the hell is Joe Flacco going to do coming in off the sidelines? I think Joe Flacco being in there is also the reason it's, it's, it's lower because nobody... Nobody knows what to expect. Yeah, I, I, I'll i tell you what to expect. It's going to be interception, after interception, after a bad throw, after a loss, by more than seven. That's what it is. I'm, t- I'm taking the cards, too. The Jets are horrific. Yeah, they're terrible. So Texans are the next one, talking about horrific teams. They are the home favorites by six. This is the fire your coach comeback game playing the Jags Jacksonville I was I I liked a lot earlier in the season and they've shown me nothing through two weeks right now the general public is all over the Texans the money is all over the Jags Sharps haven't picked the side 54 is the over under here do you think after yeah 54 is the over under do you think that this is going to be Houston firing shitty head coach that nobody liked. Rallies for Romeo Cornell, a player favorite, and fixes the ship versus the Jags by getting a nice hefty victory. I don't know. What's what is Romeo Cornell known for? Well, what was he's he's a defensive. He's always been guy. defense. He's always been defense. Right. Yeah, he's defense. So who runs their who's running their offense now? Uh, I don't know. I, I'd have to look. Uh, it was always Bill O'Brien, and Bill O'Brien did it with. Uh, I can't Who's their OC? Do they have an OC? Uh, yeah, Tim Kelly, 
But O'Brien basically called the – now, I don't know if Tim Kelly's still there. Uh, that's what I have here. But it, it was always O'Brien's thing. That's why. I know. I'm, I'm intrigued to, to – I didn't even look into this before this. I, I picked a game here. I'm intrigued to know who's going to be the one calling the plays. It, it can't be like two – I guess they're going to have – the playbook's going to be the playbook no matter what. Unless O'Brien had his own playbook. They're, I, I'm, I'm, never, I'm, I'm pretty know. sure it's Tim Kelly. Because he's only been there a year. He he was he was promoted last year. Promoted I, or named. I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna pick the Jags. I, I I love I like Deshaun Watson. I think he's awesome. And David Johnson is okay. You know, he I guess he'll get the job done. In Jags defense, it's just not good. But I'm gonna go with the Jags. I, I, Again, we're on opposite sides here, and I am doing no analysis in this game whatsoever. If the Texans are worth anything, then they do the fired coach rally here, and they win by more than six. If- I did I did hear something. I, I did hear that from numerous sources I read and, and heard on, on the radio. They plan on letting Deshaun Watson do whatever Deshaun Watson wants to do. Well, well good. <laughs> That's what the team kind of needs. Because yeah. he was basically their heart and soul, and this year has been anything but uh, a smooth ride. And his stats show it's been rough. He had a decent week, I think, last week and the week before. But again, the reason I'm picking this is because I'm just looking for the Texans to show some kind of life and the big rally game for, hey, we're not that bad of a team, our coach just sucked, and here is how we're going to prove it, by a win by more than six. Now we go to the 4 o'clock games, 49ers. They'll be hosting the Miami Dolphins. Your Miami Dolphins, Miami Dolphins. You see that every week. I know. It's tough to get out of your head once you hear it, and I'd never heard it before I moved down to Miami, and now I'll never get it out of my head. Anyway, Sharps are on the 49ers. Uh, the general public and the money is on the Dolphins. This is a sneaky game here because the 49ers looked like dog duty last week. You would 310. 3-10. I like that. 310. Money line. Money line 310. Plus 310 for the Dolphins. Over under is 49 and a half, which is kind of weird because the oh, Dolphins. No, why not? 51 and a half. Oh, it's 51 and a half? Oh, that's, that's a better. I was going to say 49 and a half seemed a little low. Yeah, it jumped three points already. It, was, it opened at 48 and a half. So nine points, 49ers. It's a lot of points yeah. for a team that just lost at home versus the Eagles. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm going to tease this, and and I'm gonna I'm taking the Dolphins at plus 310 on the money line. Love it. I love it. What about the minus nine? That's that's so many points. It's a lot of points. It was a snap pick for me. I took the I took the Dolphins just because of Fitzmagic and a backdoor cover. I, there's yeah, I would I would go all three. This is a game I would go all three. I would go with the points plus nine. I would go with the T's plus fifteen, and then to top it off, I'm going money line, thinking that they can sneak out a crazy win. Before Fitzpatrick gets benched, because he's getting benched. Yeah. All right. Um, so you're going Dolphins as well? Yep. All right. 
So the both of us are uh, Dolphins there. Next one, my New York Giants. They will be traveling to Dallas to play the Cowboys. The no Dallas defense. That's what we should call the Cowboys this year. Uh, Sharps are on my Giants, which I cannot believe because the Giants have screwed me week in and week out, and they're a terrible football team. I don't know what the Sharps are looking at right now. The general public is leaning toward the Cowboys 67%. Over-under is at 54. Money's basically even. I'll take this because I'm a Giant fan. The Giants suck on multiple levels. Predominantly, they really have no line, and Daniel Jones is not good. Daniel Jones holds onto the ball way too much. He cannot make a decision. When he does make a decision, he usually overestimates his arm, thinking it's stronger than it is, or he can make a throw that he can't, forcing balls into coverage constantly. Now, with the Cowboys, you're going to have to score points. Their defense is going to let you score points, but the defense has a little bit of a pass rush. Alden Smith could create havoc for the Giants this week. And there's just nothing I've seen in the Giants that would think that would make me think that they win here on the road or they hold this game close. So I pick Cowboys minus the set 8 points. It's 8 now, last I checked. Uh yeah, it's well 8 and a half on some sites, 9 on others. Uh can you get? Can you guess the last time, the last week that uh, Demarcus Lawrence, that high-priced, multi-million-dollar defensive end, has had a sack? No, but everybody knew when he signed that contract he was done. It's crazy. He played for the contract, but everybody knew it, which is why everybody was screaming, "Don't give him the money!" And then they gave him the money anyway. Uh, but you almost had to, I guess. I don't know. I wouldn't have given him the money. What? Hasn't had a sack since since week seven of last year. Yeah, not good. Not good. He's gonna lose his job. Um, I'm gonna take the Cowboys. I the Giants are awful. I'm not, I can't I can't stand losing with them. I love watching the Giants. I my heart goes towards the Giants. Like I just being from the area, it's, I love watching them win, but. I've done it three times, two times this year. It's not you know, even worth it anymore. And if Goff, if Goff didn't stink up the field last week, this game is at 10 or 11 points. So right. they're they're getting a gift in the fact that I, they're leaning on the Giants too heavily here. I, no way. I think the Cowboys open this up big time. I will I will tell oh, oh, I go was ahead. gonna say I was gonna say I will tell you that I have Darius Slayton starting in a fantasy league this week, hoping that they do get into a shootout like everyone else does. It could work. The only problem is that you got to get him the ball. Daniel Jones can't do that. He sits there. He sits there. He burps the baby all day long. Oh, I got all the time in the world. I got all the time. What happened? Oh, Alden Smith just sacked the shit out of me. Slayton's a good receiver, man. That kid's good. Yeah, he's got no quarterback. That's the issue. Slayton's good. Jones is not. Yeah. Screw that. Let's go to New England. Patriots hosting the Broncos. Broncos are dogs here by nine and a half points. This game was moved, by the way. Uh, yes, to Monday. No, Tuesday. What was it again? This is the double mon- double. The uh, double header on Monday. Yeah. 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 First game with a double header. So I, I don't know. Maybe Drew Locke plays. Maybe he doesn't. They asked Vic Fangio. He was non-committal. I didn't have an over/under on this. Um, but anyway, it's a trifecta. Everybody's leaning on the Broncos here. I am also throwing my hat into the Bronco ring. 
just because nine and a half points is a lot for a Patriot team who's going to be down their, their starting quarterback, their number one defensive player, and a game that's going to be shifted versus a Broncos team that they probably don't have a ton of tape on because they keep changing their offense every single week. I don't know. Nine and a half points would be enough what do, if the Patriots were at full strength. What do, you, what do you have as an over-under? I don't have anything. I, I couldn't find one. There, what it, about the spread? Spread was nine and a half. It's eight now. Uh, eight. Oh, man. I don't know. It makes it a little more enticing on the Patriots, but I'm sticking to my guns. I'm st- I'm still doing Broncos. I'm going to go Patriots. I, they looked, outside of a crazy Julian Edelman drop into the hands of Tyron Matthew last week, that game was close. And they started a garbage quarterback in Brian Hoyer. Garbage. Yeah, he's really terrible. And then Stidham came in and Stidham did great. So I'm going Pats, man. At home, I think they're going to smoke the Broncos. I think they win. I just don't like the I don't like the eight points. I mean, I I, I didn't like the, the nine Broncos. and a half. Nine and a half was a lot of points, but the Broncos were in a dog fight last week with the Jets. I I, I you know I got nothing to offer here. I just yeah. thought nine and a half points was too much. Uh, so let's go to Cleveland Browns hosting the Colts. This is going to be the final four o'clock game we got. I went Browns at home straight up to win. I mean, here we're just doing the spread, so I'm taking the one and a half. But uh, I am I'm picking the Browns because I think they can win this one. The Sharps are on the Colts. The money and the general public are on the Browns. Yeah. I, f- I have a feeling you're going to go Colts here. I am. I, I'm obsessed with their defense. Yeah, you've never gotten off the Colts all year, and it's worked out for you. I, I just, I watched their games. I've rewatched every one of their games, uh, thanks to your Game Pass. LOL. Yeah. Um, I just, I, I do. They're, by the way, their kicker's awesome. Just love his yeah, name. Yeah, blanket chip's uh, awesome. Yeah, I love his name. Love his look. Everything about him. Kick, kick the. He can kick the ball too, really well. But you're right, and I agree with the statement you made earlier uh, in this conversation about Philip Rivers. I don't believe in Philip Rivers. That dude, he looks awful. So bad. Um, but they do run the ball a lot, and that offensive line is incredible. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has not looked that good, but Jordan Wilkins and Naeem Hines have picked it up a little bit. And I don't think they're going to need to to get into a shootout with Cleveland. I, I really don't. I was That Beckham game last week was... So out of nowhere, and it's never going to happen again the rest of the year. That's ridiculous. He's not going to have a 75-yard reverse running touchdown. He's not going to do a, catch a, a reverse fr- thrown pass from his wide receiver again. That, that just doesn't happen. Um, and I think Indianapolis defense is going to show how good they really are. I am concerned about Darius Liner missing this game because he's – practicing on a limited basis and from what I read they don't think he's gonna go he's a go and that changes that this dramatically um well he might have a good he might have a girl shit on his chest though in which case might be good for a w 
Only Odell Beckham. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I just, I like the Colts uh, way too much. I like the defense way too much to ever bet on the Browns. I just, not going to happen. All right. So the Sunday night game, Seahawks versus the Vikings. Seahawks favored by seven. Right now, the Sharps on the Vikings. The big money on the Vikings. This one is screaming, screaming, don't pick the Seahawks in the seven. Yeah. It's screaming it, but I'm going to do it anyway. Nah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm I'm going. You're going to Really? I'm taking the Vikings uh, in the seven points. I, the only thing about the Seahawks that scares me is that their defense really sucks. And. It's, it's worse than the Cowboys, I think. It's not good. And the Vikings have put together a little something last week that shows, you know what, they're not great, but can they stay in a game? Can they make it a little closer than seven? They've done it two weeks in a row. They have. And whenever I see this, I'm, I'm just waiting for the week that the squares get their doors blown off. And here is one of the only two square games that they are. The first one being the bears box where the squares had the Bucks. The squares have the Seahawks here. And so I'm going on the Vikings. But you're going with the Seahawks, thinking that Russ can still cook. I just, I'm gonna keep betting them until they slow down. It's gonna slow. It's gonna happen. It happens every year for Russell Wilson. He blows up for a period of time. He's never done the Patrick Mahomes thing. He's never done the Lamar Jackson thing. He's never had 16, 17 games where he just goes off. Um, and I do think they're gonna slow down eventually, but. For now, man, I don't I don't foresee Minnesota being able you're you're are you forgetting Minnesota's defense is pretty terrible too. Yeah, it is bad, but it was a work in progress because they redid the entire secondary. Now we're four weeks yeah. in, we've got done with the preseason. It's gonna be a shootout. It's gonna be another shootout, and I think that Seattle's offense is strong enough to compete with any offense in the league, and Minnesota is not that good. So I'm gonna go with Seattle. 56 and a half points in this one. You're going Seattle. I'm going on the other end of what is looking to be a shootout. And that leaves one game left. The Monday night game, the original Monday night game, now that there's two. Saints hosting the Chargers. Saints favored by eight. This is another sharp game where the Sharps are looking at the Chargers saying, you know what, they should have eaten the Bucks last, last week. This kid's got a little something at quarterback. And what the hell have the Saints done? Well, the general public and the money's like, Saints all day long. Yeah. Who cares about Herbert? Yep. Yup yep. what? Yup what? Uh, 51 is the uh, over-under, by the way. 51 sounds too high for me. I'm going to go over. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm going to go uh, uh, under. And I'm going to, I'm with the public, man. I'm, I'm screaming. This is my pick of the week. Whoa. Like, I lo- okay. I love the Saints in this. I love the Saints. Uh, At home on Monday night, go back and do the statistics. Drew Brees goes off. The one time that he lost earlier this year because he had to play at Las Vegas. That was the weirdest game in the world, but it is what it is. I love the Saints, man. All right, I'm on the opposite side. I don't love the Chargers, but I like the Chargers. So I just, while I think the Saints win here at home, I think the Chargers can keep in this game. I mean, at least eight points. 
maybe another backdoor blown cover here, you know, where they Herbert throws something crazy late. They should have beaten the Bucks. They should have beaten the Bucks. Now they lost Eckler. I don't know how that affects the game plan, but Kelly Kelly came out strong and then tanked. So this might be something where the Chargers lean a little bit on Kelly. That defense was humming until they battled a couple injuries. Melvin Ingram went down. Bosa could give the Saints some problems. I'm just picking the Chargers in the eight points. You're going Saints and the favorite, thinking that this is the Saints come home, get right game. Uh, yeah, but I, I also got it at seven and a half. I don't. I, I see that it's it's kind of all over the place. This. With all the different sites. I mean, all, all the books right now are, are all over the place. It's kind of nutty. But anyway, so those yeah, are our big games. We're, uh, we're we're running a little little late here with, uh, you know, we're pushing an hour. So let's just go straight into our bets. Third down. So who do you got for the super contest? All right. So uh, I like the Bengals as my first game. Okay. And once again, that's kind of crazy that I picked that because if Lamar Jackson comes out and he's perfectly healthy, this that could throw a wrench in all that. But uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs with my second. Okay. I'm going to take the Steelers with my third. All right. The Cardinals with my fourth. Okay. And the Saints with my fifth pick. All right. Well, we have one the same there. So you're going Bengals, Chiefs, Steelers, Cardinals, Saints, I'm going Cardinals, Texans, Cowboys, Browns, and Rams. I think the Rams mop up on Washington. I think the Browns win outright at home. I think the Cowboys destroy the Giants. The Texans have the rally game after they fire their coach. And the Cardinals mop up on a terrible uh, Jet team. So those are our five super contests. The next one, Survivor Knockout. Who do you got on this one? Oh, I just wrote it down and then lost well, the sheet. You look um, at it. I'm picking the Cowboys to beat the Giants as a survivor, and I'm picking the Vikings to get knocked out versus the Seahawks on the road. Okay, so we're similar in one sense. My knockout is the Giants. Okay. And then my survivor is going to be the Saints. Ah, versus Chargers. Makes sense. Uh, I'm going to hold off on the Saints to use them later in the year because I think that they'll be stronger later, and that will help if uh, I need to pick something versus a better team. So, all right, so uh, Saints, Survivor for you, Cowboys, Survivor for me, Knockout, Pool, Vikings for me, and Giants for you. So I'll give you the floor for bets. Let me know what you're looking at this week. You need to get on the board. Nothing happened for you last week. No, I'm I'm down to seven fifty. I think is if if I'm correct. Yeah, it was seven fifty something. Yeah, seven fifty. Seven fifty. So yep. All right. So I'm gonna do a small bet that's gonna pay a lot. <laughs> it's probably gonna be a parlay, and our parlays this year are two and ten. By the way, so if you want to know uh, the way not to go, don't go with the parlays. All right. So first and foremost. I'm going to take 25 bucks and I'm going to bet it money line on the Bengals to beat the Ravens outright. Okay. On a crazy whim, I just have this feeling that that game is not going to go according to plan for Baltimore. So uh, 25 pays 150. So I'm going to do 25 on the Bengals. Then I'm going to do a three team money line parlay. 
I'm going to use the Cardinals and bring that down to even. I'm going to use the Steelers. Hold on, Card- you, you just said money line parlay. Are you money talking about a par- teaser? Nope. Uh, you're gonna okay. Do say this again. Money line parlay. Yep. I'm gonna use the Cardinals. Uh huh. On the money line. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you didn't say that. Go ahead. Steelers yep. on the money line. Dolphins to win outright. Okay. And that twenty-five will pay one seventy-five. Okay. Then I'm going to take those three teams, the Cardinals, the Steelers, and the Dolphins. Gotcha. I'm going to throw the Hawks on top. Yep, correlated. And I'm I'm going to use that for a $50 teaser. So I'm going to tease all those games, all four. Okay, and what is that? For $50. For? That's going to pay out $155. Okay. And so that's going to bring the cards down to a point. That's going to bring the Steelers down to a point and the Finns up to 16. Yeah. Or 15. So, well, whatever. 15. Yeah, 15. 15. Yeah. Okay. That's it. 100 bucks. All right. So your $100 worth of gambling is going to be a... burnt bet with the Bengals winning outright versus the Ravens. Uh, Followed up by a $25 Moneyline parlay also going right into the 55-gallon burning drum. Uh, Why? Because the Dolphins? The Dolphins on the road. They're not going to win versus the 49ers. Just on coaching alone, uh, Shanahan is not going to blow that game. Um, But anyway, you're looking for the Cards to win, the Steelers to win, and the Finns to win. And then you are doing a tease with those three teams and the Hawks, Seahawks, basically bringing all of them to one point with the exception of the Dolphins, who you're knocking up to 15. Yeah, I have a lot of confidence in that bet. That should cover all my other bets. Yeah, so that's 50 for 155. So that leaves me. And last week, I whiffered. However, I bailed myself out with my over-under parlay because I took the Jets-Broncos game and the Bucks chargers and they both completely rang up the score. So my 50 for 182 got me a little bit of my money back from the rest of the week. Uh, actually, I'm plus 30 bucks, I guess. But the Bears really did me in last week. I was all over the Bears, and the Bears just threw up that stinkeroo at home and that screwed everything. Uh, so what am I going to do this week? So here's how I'm going to start. Let me start with the parlay. And I am also going to burn some of my money. I am taking the Giants, the Chargers, and the Browns to win. I still got about 400 bucks to burn. So I'm taking those outright to win. For no other reason, I think the Giants lose. I think the Chargers lose. I think the Browns win. That said... There's there's a lot of good value on the Giants and the Chargers only because, I mean, can't you see the Cowboys screwing up at home and then all of a sudden the Giants have the game that people have been expecting from them all week, which is why the Sharps have been leaning on them for two weeks in a row. And then the Chargers are the same deal. If Drew Brees stinks up the Superdome and Herbert comes through, you could see them sneaking through. So I'm going to do those three, 50 bucks. If I win, that's good for 1500 bucks. 
So there is one of my parlays, and that one would just pull in the cash. The next one is a correlated parlay. The first one I'm going to do is Rams minus the seven and the Browns money line. I already explained the bla- Ugh, I already explained the Browns below, but here I'm going to put them with the Rams and then make that fifty for one ninety one. The one team I'm going to add to that for my second parlay will be the Cowboys. Like I said, I think the Cowboys destroy the Giants because the Giants are terrible. So Rams, Browns, and Cowboys are my second correlated parlay there, and that's 50 for 374. So that leads me to my teasers, and I'm going to do a three-team and then add on another team. My teasers, Rams, Cards, Chiefs. I'm bringing the Rams down to minus one, Cards to minus one, Chiefs to minus five, and I'm betting that 50 for 117. I'm going to add on my fourth, and that's going to be the Falcons under. The Falcons right now, over under, if you tease it up, is 60 and a half points. And if you look at what they've done, both the Falcons, and I had it written out, but both the Falcons and, uh, oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm brain uh, farting here. Uh, Falcons and the Panthers, you know, they've scored points, but they haven't scored that many points. Carolina topped six topped 60 points once that was week one Atlanta topped 60 points twice that was week one and week two since then Atlanta put up 56 and 46 Carolina in their last three put up 48 37 and 51 so I'm gonna take that one I'm gonna tease it to 60 and a half and then take the under so my three team teaser again Rams cards Chiefs my four team is those three plus the Falcons under. And so that brings me to basically 250 for the week. So, uh, you know, that'll give me another... If I screw that one up like I did last week, that'll give me, uh, I don't know, 100 bucks in profit still to play with. I love your crazy parlay. I love you. Which one, the money line? Oh, I love it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I took the the Cowboys in my other bets because I think that they are going to win. But... If you're trying to throw together value and say, hey, what can I really, you know, ring for a bunch of money exponentially? You know, I could see the Giants winning in some screwball game. McCarthy gets fired the next week or gets put on the right. hot seat. Right. You know, the Saints, Drew Brees really does stink. His arm goes, Chargers pull one out. And then the Browns, I just think the Browns win anyway. So, you know, you could see it happen. And if you hit Listen, that. Listen, that's that's exactly what happened to me last year when I when I hit those two money line parlays and just craziness happens and you just uh, look it, that's how people make money that's just how that's how gambling works yeah you need that multiplier you, you need that jet fuel to get you a up and above because you keep trying to grind out single games every week in parlays it's just not going to happen you need to be able to crank something out. Yeah, so, next week. Next week, I want to talk a little bit about uh, reverse teasing. Next week. Yeah. All right, we can do that. Uh, but you know, we we had fourth down. We've been on the mics for an hour here. Why don't we just punt? Because it's just been a screw week, and we'll figure out what the hell's going on after we get a little bit more uh, under our belts here with week five, and we see what's going on. I, I don't even know what to talk about. It's just a mess. The league. Re- <laughs> I, I mean, is it not? The league's just a mess. 
It's a mess right now. It's yeah, disgusting. the gameplay, the injuries, all the COVID crap. So every time I look at my phone, I'm like, uh, "Is this going to be them canceling the season?" Right. Like I get another notification, like, "Oh, please don't cancel the season." Just waiting. Just waiting. So anyway, there's our bets and our picks for the week. Enjoy week five. Hopefully, we get to week six. Who the hell knows? Anyway, peace out, Chris. I'll talk to you later. Adios. All right. See you, everybody.